It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, October 7th, and you're listening to episode 384. And today I'm joined by Nicole. How's it going, Nicole? It's going great. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And then we have that awkward pause where it is like, it's great. Fantastic. All right, cool. Let's just pause. Yeah, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Great recording session. Great. Good sesh. Don't know do they it's still dead. say that? They say sesh? Is that like a thing? They do, do say, say sesh, that? yeah. All right. Oh, I sound hip. <clears throat> That's what just happened. I sound hip. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been, um, I, I've had like a little cold. Yes. A little bit of a cold. You have to um, admit, you sound better than I thought you would because you were like, I'm like hacking and everything. <laughs> you sound pretty good, so. So I, um, I got sick. It was like. Two weeks ago, I started feeling sick, and then we went to an event for five days. And, like, every morning I felt like dying. I was just like, please put food in me so I can take some Tylenol so I can exist as a person. Right. Yeah, I know. That's going to an event is never a way to feel better when you feel sick. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I came, we came back, and I went back to work. Well, I worked from home mon- that Monday. And then Tuesday I went into work. I coughed once and they were like, oh, no, <laughs> you need, they were like, you need to leave. <laughs> so I worked from home like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday I came into the office and then Friday I worked from home because we went to another event this past weekend. Because you are a glutton for punishment. I am a glutton <laughs> for punishment. Uh, and I've just been like down in cough drops, basically. That's been my life. It's just cough drops and tea. Yeah, yeah, that'll that's uh that is a good regimen though to help uh yeah make you feel better when you feel like crap because of a cold. So yeah, <sighs> yeah. What have I been doing lately? I don't even know. I've been busy. I've been busy working on too many games. I think is a thing. That's the thing I'm doing. So working on too many games. Um, did you uh, submit to the button shy contest? I did not. So I uh, I had a really good idea for it. Like a really really good idea for it. So good that, can I tell you about the idea that I didn't make? Yeah. Because I really was yeah. so, so I wanted, so I was trying to like, uh, I was thinking about um, the cards, right? And how the cards all had to be the same. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, what does that remind me of? And what it reminded me of was same as it ever was um, from the Talking Heads, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So then I was like, I'm going to design a game based on that song. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, so that kind of went off the rails, but what it ended up being was, um, it was a platformer, right? Where there were like, uh, six levels, uh, or five, there were five levels like on the card Mm -hmm. and it was all the same, right? Um, Mm -hmm. but each, each level had a top and a bottom. And if you rotated the card, either one could be the floor, right? Oh my God. So the idea was that you were lining the cards up. Like to make it like you were lining the cards up to make the levels and like many of the levels had a requirement to pass through and a prize. Right. And mm-hmm. you basically just took your finger and you, you, you would take turns back and forth setting cards up and then you would just take your finger, pick a path and run that path as far as you could go. Um, 
I don't like. I feel like the idea was brilliant, brilliantly clever, and I was not clever enough to figure out how to make it all work the way I needed to. So I it sounds up. awesome. But it, I think it really would have been cool. Like I feel like it could have been a contender. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you could have been a contender. <laughs> but I don't know that I have the design skills to figure out how to make that work. So, um, and I didn't want to bother Neil with it because we've been working on so many things. Let me just. I'm going to tell you a secret and hope Neil doesn't listen to this podcast. So. When we were at Grand I love Con, secrets. So it's, I mean, it's, Neil talked about this briefly on the podcast, and I'm not going to give any details, but Neil had an idea for a, a single deck legacy game. And l- let me tell y'all, it's going to be ridiculous. Like, the, that guy is a genius. Like, he is a genius. And uh, I'm so excited to be able to play test it, hopefully, some point in the near future. It's a legacy game that I'm hoping will make people cry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be great, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna. It's like uh, I, I can't even say what it's about. But I'm so excited. After the show, I'll tell you. Sorry, builders. Okay, perfect. Okay. I, I'll, I'll have Neil on the I show to talk secrets. about it. But the idea is, it's so it's weird enough. The idea that Neil had was weird enough um, that uh, like it's just uh, yeah, like it's really unique and it's 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 one deck. Like it's 120 cards or less, and like I feel really good about that. And then I think some some tokens, and that's it. Um, so he's been doing like the kind of taking lead design on that one. Um, and then we've been bouncing stuff back and forth and he's going to do some play testing and then I'm going to do some play testing and I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be able to bring it with me. Um, the game designers of Northwest Ohio are having a meetup on October 26th, uh, at Gilmore's office. Um, oh. he's got a lot of games he needs tested and he said we can bring stuff to test. So I'm That's hoping awesome. to be able to bring it because it's a legacy game that you would play in about 15 minute increments. Like it's a okay. short, like it's the intention is you would start your game sessions by playing a round of this game mm-hmm. and then being sad and then playing another round next time. <laughs> to be fair, you won't, you won't be sad till later. And some people will not be sad playing this game. They're going to be like, I don't you get it. Be Why sad are till later? I know. I promise you, you, you are, you are the target audience for this game, Nicole. You are like me. You will feel devastated playing this game. So, oh no. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear more about it. <laughs> But anyways, uh, Neil's hopefully going to come on the show. Maybe even next week we're going to talk about some stuff. So we may talk a little bit about that game. Uh, but we're also uh, going to have Neil on. He's going to pitch some stuff he's working on. So, yeah. All right. That's what Radical. I'm, yeah. Oh, so that's you what can't I've see been me. Doing. I'm doing this. Yeah, you are. Yeah, good podcasting. Good podcasting. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, you played any games lately? So we played so many games. Oh, yeah, I guess um, you were at a convention, right? Or a, a game thing. So I hope you played a bunch of games. So I'm going to actually find... I keep a list of all the games I play. That's... I, I should do that. Smort. It, noise. I've been doing it for, like, years. Um, and then every year at the end of the year, I'm like, this is how many games I play. This is how many video games I play. This is how many books I read. That's super cool. I wish um, I did So that. we um, we went to this thing called NotCon that our friends do. It is a not convention. So they just invite, like... All their friends. People who are like, into, really out. into rope. They're so into rope. Um, and so they invite like 40 people and they've been having it, I guess, for like the last like uh, eight years or so. They've been having it at the same place. It's like this giant house in the middle of nowhere that has like 16 bedrooms and like an indoor pool. And like, wow, it's totally bonkers. And, it's their um, place or they, it's a place they rent. It's just a place that they rent. And then nice. like people play video games they play board games they play like there's a theme every year 
so this year's theme was um, it's the 13th year, so it was not con the 13th, so it was like Friday the 13th, so it was <laughs> camp slash horror, so it was like camp movies and also horror movies and um, nice. We just played a we played a bunch of games. We played um, this new game that we've been working on. Um, I, we played Orbis. Have you heard of that game, Orbis? The um, it's like a I don't even know how to explain it. You've got like little hexes and you got to connect them and. I don't know. I'm doing a really bad job at explaining it. I haven't heard of that. No. Well, it was fun. And we played Ceylon, that game by Chris and Suzanne. Yeah. Sensei. I've heard good stuff about that. I have not played it's it myself, so, but. It's I so mean, good. They're good at what they do, right? So I'm not surprised. They're so good. Were they're they so, there? so good at mid. No, they weren't there. They just had their game there? We bought it. We had oh. somebody buy, well, we had somebody buy it for us at Gen Con because we didn't go to Gen Con. And nice. we were just like, please, someone Get me that book. And we played Filler. Filler is fun. Filler is fun. I've demoed that game um, a bunch, but I've never and actually then we played, played it. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like cutthroat a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like there was screaming involved. Um, and then we played I Can't Even With These Monsters, which was really complicated, I thought. Have you seen for that an, one? I haven't, but for a game called I Can't Even With These Monsters, I feel like that should not be a complex game. Yeah, I feel um, like by design, like that of, should not be complex. There was like a like, I think I just couldn't wrap my brain around it because it was like you'd play a card, you'd play two cards, and then you'd have a round where you would take cards from other people, and then any cards left in front of you were what scored. But the your points only counted if they were odd numbers at the end of the game. So like doing that much, oh, forecasting of points was like, yeah really hard that um, sounds like my brain would hurt that sounds like something neil would be good at that I, or julio and <laughs> not me <laughs> and then um this past weekend we went to an event called s'mores and meeples <laughs> is it like camping is, games it's it's board game camp and it's at a campground and nice. um you just play games in the lodge all day and we rent i have i've never camped in my life <laughs> so we got yeah so we got like a gla- a glamping tent yep yep and it was beautiful and we played um we played Ceylon again we played um ian reed and josh heek's game the miri which is a Ooh, cool storytelling game that. that sounds cool it's very fun it's gonna be on kickstarter in i think um a couple months so nice um we played ian's game dude beard glasses which i love we played that game. I hate zombies. Have you played I hate zombies? It's that rock, paper, scissor game. I've heard of that one and I've seen it, but I've not actually played it. It's really funny. It's like, it's way too much fun for like what a <laughs> dumb little like thing it is. One um, of those games where it's like got no business being as fun as it is. Exactly. And then uh, that Saturday they had um, the whole reason that they reached out to they reached out to the Game Makers Guild Philadelphia because they were like, hey, we want to do like an unpub mini. Can we get some game designers? So that Saturday we did it. We had like a little unpub and I played my friend Bridget's game Trait Mix, which was really fun. And like just we ran our own games. And then these people that we just met taught us how to play Dinosaur Island. And I was like, I'll be forever grateful to you (laughs) for this. I, that's the game really that I own and I super want to play, but I have not been able to actually, I've seen it demoed, but like I need someone to teach me how to play it. You like literally like we had one person who just walked us through every single fate and like I was so grateful for that because it was really complicated. But it's amazing, right? Like I've heard it's really good. 
It's pretty good. We played a short game, so I really want to try it again at like medium. Okay. Because there's like different, you can choose different objectives depending on how long of a game you want to have. Mm-hmm. And with the short game, it was like we were just getting to figure out what was going on and then the game ended. So. All right. That's not good. And then we played Just One and Insider, which are like good like nighttime party games. And then um, we played Star Trek Ascendancy the next day. Nice. Which is like you a, played have you a played it? Games. I have not played we, it. We, no. We played a lot of games. Star Trek Ascendancy takes up an entire table. It's like enormous. Uh, And then last night we got back to our Pandemic Legacy Season 2 game, which... um, Nice. We were in June and we've been playing it for like a year and a half. (laughs) So six sessions in? Yeah, we really need to like... We've lost a lot. (laughs) It's really hard. People are like, oh, it's so much easier than the first one. I'm like, I don't I don't think it is. Yeah. Well, you got to make it tough, right? Sequel should be tougher. Have you played it? Uh, I have not. No, no, no. It's hard. I'm sad. <laughs> I feel like See? I'm playing the game that makes me sad. But I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's just that so many people told us it was so easy. So I feel like whenever we lose, we feel extra discouraged because right. we're like, but everybody said it was easy. What yeah, are we doing not wrong? Easy. It's not. It's not easy. <laughs> Why are we so bad at this game? Well, hey, uh, we should talk about a topic here. Let's talk about. Yeah. A topic. What games have you been topic. playing? I feel um, like I just talked for like 100 years. So I've been uh, there is a game that I should be able to talk about real soon um, that I'm working on with an education company uh, in the that area. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a game to help kids learn how to read, um, and so it uses like their their sight word cards like as a as a mechanic within the game, uh, and like it the game is beautiful. Like I'm super stoked, um, and uh, they hopefully will be releasing. They're just they just print it right because they're just they just like straight to print. So, um, right. so they're gonna do the first run here um, pretty soon, I think. And once that's done, I'll be able to talk about it. And I, I want to for any builders out there who are teachers like this game will be very much up your alley. So I've been doing some playing, testing that, uh, with kids and, uh, at school and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty That's excited. So about, um, it's, uh, it was cool to see my kindergarten daughter, like reading words that she had no business reading <laughs> because, because oh the game works really well for that. And I can't take credit for that. I mean, that's, that's the way that their cards are built. Uh, I just built a system to go underneath that. That's pretty fun. So I think at least. That's so, so. cool. So anyway, so that's, I've been doing a lot of playing that. Uh, but my wife and I did get to play a few games. We got to play Dwarven Miner recently, which Ooh. is one of my favorite games ever that most people have not heard of. Um, it's by Rather Dashing Games. Um, I, have you played that or no? Have you? No, I haven't. One? No. So um, it came out a few years I've back. I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, and I just like I super followed their stuff in the beginning, um, and uh, so I uh, was trying out. I we 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 tried that once and loved it. I showed it to Steph; she loved it. So we got to play that, and I um, mean the game is so fun. You're just um, you are like shopkeeps who are making armor uh, and other things that are necessary for heroes to go out, and then you score when you make a complete set for the heroes, and then those heroes grant you a special ability most of the time that you can use once or is ongoing. Um, and yeah, you're just trying to score the most points, uh, before the game uh, that the first person to score 30 points ends the game. Uh, but it's, 
it's fun. There's a Yahtzee style dice mechanic for earning resources and there's like stealing from each other and it's 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 pretty fun. So Okay, yeah, I have seen this game. I'm oh, looking you, I'm looking at look it right it up? now. Yeah. The artwork is really really fun. So I'm a big fan. Oh, it looks real cute. Their game Four Taverns is also spectacular. Um so yeah, yeah. They're uh, the the games do not get the credit they should you know what I mean like they didn't get the reach and the yeah. credit I feel like they should have for being as good as they were so yeah have you played a King's Forge no I've seen that one have not played it so I'm terrible with most of the time I'm like I haven't played that game oh so. no it's fine that that's just one of our favorites and uh, it sound what you're describing sounds a lot like that ah yeah 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 I mean I mean the the idea right is nothing. Is nothing new, and frankly, the way that the game works isn't like groundbreaking. It's just really fun. Like, sure, oh uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like a lightweight. What I love about it is it does something that I really like with games, which is it's a lightweight euro. I mean, because really, all you're doing is converting cubes into cubes. You're not doing that, <laughs> right. but that's functionally what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't know it because there's a silly theme pasted on it, and like it makes it fun. Um. So I like games that are able to do that, to make something that, sh- that should be like, I would say that that game is probably like one step below level wise from like um, Century Spice Road. Um, okay. And for the record, I've said on the show before, I hated Century Spice Road. Um, <laughs> the mechanics were fine. Like it just was the theme to me was painfully boring. Right. And uh, okay, it's yeah. something Chris Kirkman and I argued about when we played because he thought it was beautiful and he loved it. And I'm like, well, mechanically the game is fun, but like, it's just like I need like give me like an Ameritrash theme and I'm down and hey guess what they did so <laughs> <laughs> that's all I needed was an Ameritrash theme and I was in all you had to do right so okay for real though topic so you brought an interesting topic about games uh, you want to do a little intro here um so I was uh, perusing the internet today and I found this article on um, Board Game Geek in the Board Game Geek news uh, it's called counterfeiting is cheating. By Scott Gaeta. I don't know how to say his last name. I was, yeah, I was Gaeta, Gaeta, Gaeta. I think I've said Gaeta before, but I, I've never met him, so I don't know. Yeah, so the so basically owner of Renegade Game Studios. Right, right. And he talked about how uh, in 2018, one of their games was counterfeited and it was being sold online. And it was, it was sold through Amazon and it was uh, like a third party seller. And they were like, what the heck is going on? And so they ordered some copies to inspect it. And they were like, oh, this is definitely a counterfeit. And so they contacted Amazon and had it shut down. But then like every time they got it shut down, it would like it would like pop back up again. He refers to it as the game of (laughs) whack-a-mole. Yeah, I saw that in there. And then um, the 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 cool thing that he mentioned was uh, that when they were working with Amazon, Amazon has a program called transparency where they put unique codes on stuff. And so customers can scan the codes to verify that it's authentic no matter where they purchase it from. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I, and I was like surprised. I was really surprised when I read it because I was just like, what, how, like that sounds that just sounds like so much work to then also sell it at a super low price. Like, right. Well, in the, I think one of the key things in there as well was the shipping, right? That there's right. an agreement right now, um, which I had no idea this existed, but it makes so much sense. 
Uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's a great idea on paper, but I can see why it's not a great idea for stuff like this. But that to ship something from some countries, some developing countries, I think was the idea, at least originally, yeah. Um, yeah. to the United States was super cheap, right? So like, yeah. they said they could send over that, um, you know, those those games from China for like a few dollars, and it would cost like. Yeah almost a hundred bucks possibly to send it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like that actually, so I guess they're closing that loophole here, which should help. Yeah. Um, but it was thinking about, there's that wish.com Rob used to always talk about, like oh my God, that's wish. probably going to destroy that company. Right. I mean, they make a living off sending cheap stuff to America basically. Right. I don't understand the stuff that they market to me. <laughs> I know. I'm like at one like one time I was like scrolling and it was like a bunch of teeth, <laughs> and I was like, "What is, is that happening?" Like, Anthony, what have you been searching for? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been googling on my computer? But yeah, it's so, it's so much weird stuff. We ordered stuff from um, Alibaba once uh-huh. or AliExpress. Yeah, just some clothes, and of course you have to order them like eight sizes bigger. And like oh, the quality's right. not great, but they're like right. four dollars, and right. like shipping's really cheap. So, yeah. So, um, so, anyways, that was one of the first things that popped in my head too. Was like companies like that are going to be devastated by them closing that loophole. Uh, but, but let's talk about board games. Uh, so, <laughs> so I didn't even <laughs> know this was like a thing that was done. Yeah. Um, like I. I guess the reason I was thinking was like, let's say, let's take Wingspan, for example, because we don't know what Renegade game this was. He never mentions it. And so people right. in the comments were guessing, but... I you know, saw, I just saw that, yeah. And some people had said it was probably like just a card game, which totally makes sense. They would be a card right. game because that'd be easier. But like, I was thinking about like your bigger games, like like to us, right? The ones that are huge moneymakers, like a Dinosaur Island, like we were talking about, right? Like, good luck counterfeiting that game for less money, like, because... It's got that a bajillion like bits in pounds. it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you can't even ship that anywhere. Um, you better off just delivering it. Like I'm guessing that the Pandasaurus crew, they probably just drove around the country, just dropping them off at people's houses. Cause it was cheaper <laughs> than shipping them. Um, I can only imagine. Uh, but anyway, sorry. That's so, so funny. But so I'm just thinking about that. Like, um, you know, I, I guess it didn't even occur to me that there would be knockoff games. Like, even though I, you know, at the dollar store, I've seen like five different versions of left, right, center, right? Like right. that are in there clearly knockoffs because I actually bought the real version of it when I was doing some research. Um, uh, you know, in, in like, I was like, oh, wow, the quality on these is terrible. Like, and the quality of the real one is, I mean, the game's not good, but uh, <laughs> the components are fine. Um, <laughs> so I guess I didn't, did you realize this was happening with, with no. larger scale games? No, I had no, I had no idea. I had no Super idea. And I've, I've bought games off Amazon before and now it like makes me wonder, you know what I mean? But I usually, usually if I buy a board game off Amazon, it's from the company. Like, you know how you can like click to see who the seller is. Like I try to right, make sure that right. it's the company, but you know, that's, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's, so that's something that people talk about. Like I saw somebody recently was like, I will only buy games from my friendly local game store. I will never buy them off Amazon, like because I want to support friendly local game store. I don't want to support Amazon, but like you're also supporting the publisher. I think 
there's a I think they get a better deal off Amazon than they do off they do. the game stores. So yeah. I'm glad we just had well, that chat because that it makes depends me feel what kind of deal bad. they have set up. I think if I think if Amazon's selling it directly, then they they're not sell, they're not putting it through, you know, like Alliance or whatever. But then right. I think there are definitely ways that you can sell it through Amazon that you're making the maximum amount of money that you can. Right, 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 right. And I, I hope that that's what they're doing, uh, publishers are doing. Um, but so, so well, that is a plus, by the way, for friendly local, friendly local game store, though, right? Because, uh, hey, they're not going to have counterfeit copies there. <laughs> so that's a plus. Well, in the article, he said that, didn't he say that they were also reaching out to local game stores and trying to do it? What? Oh man! Wait, hold on. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. If that's true, that changes every. Well, okay, but if that's true, like shame on those game stores, right? Because they should be getting the games either like directly from Alliance or, or one of the other impressions, one of right. the other distributors, or from like a designer. Like I've went to game stores and I'm like, hey, I've got this water balloon washout game. Do you want to sell it? And they're like, oh sure. And then they buy copies right. of it, right? But like, right. I can be like, look, I made this game. My name's on the box, you know. Like, here's my ID. So, I'm not a scammer. Right. <laughs> so he talks about the transparency program, and then he says, um, any platform that allows third-party sellers has potential for abuse. We've even heard of counterfeiters reaching out to individual brick-and-mortar stores to try to sell them fake games. I don't think this practice is widespread in North America or Europe, but in other parts of the world, many products are sold openly on the streets and in stores. That I mean, that, that blows insane. my mind. That blows yeah. my mind, too. It blows my mind because we know, like, as game developers, we know how much it costs to print a game, and we know how much you have to sell it to make any money. So if if a game costs $5 to print, and you're trying to sell it for $50, and these people are selling it for $10, like, they're only making $5 a game? Remember, if they're using substandard components, right... Oh, then, true, true, true. Then true, they true, true, true. probably making it for a dollar a copy or two dollars a copy. And the other thing to remember is that, like, if I'm somebody in China, I have to assume, and like, and I, if I'm speaking out of turn about economies and stuff, then please tell me. But if you if you don't know, then I hope a builder calls and yells at me. But like, <laughs> the, the money that they can make off selling it, they don't need to make as much money to make a good profit compared to what a publisher needs to make, right? Like right. Pandasaurus per copy needs to make more than, you know, or Renegade or whoever, right? They need to make more than than like Joe Schmo in China who's just making knockoffs because, you know, he's he happens to own a printer or he knows somebody that owns right. a printer, you know, studio. Right. So, I mean, yeah. So I think that that being the case, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that's, does that make sense? It does make sense. It's just yeah. still like it's just staggering. It, it is right. I mean, it's it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous that like, I guess that it's kind of a compliment to the board game world, right? Like, hey, you guys are important enough now that we're going to do knockoffs, right? Right, right. And I mean, counterfeiting type of like, well, I guess knockoffs uh, I've seen happen before. Counterfeiting this is a new thing, but like knockoffs is in being like, I made a game. Like and put it on Kickstarter. That's basically you know another game. Oh, it's right? humanity. Yeah, you know, mine's called Hards Against Humanity. <laughs> yeah, there's like Cards Against Trump. There's Crabs Adjust Humidity. Yes, yes, that one at least is think, is clever, right? 
Yeah, and I think that they ended up working with Cards Against Humanity. There's, I mean, there's just clones, I guess, is what those are called, right? But I don't know. It's just so. It just, it just blows my mind. It does. It does. So I'm. Uh, I would, if we have any publishers that listen, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, and you know, if any other publishers experience it in that thread, no other publishers had come forward and said, "Yeah, we're having the same problem." And you know, maybe this is just a one-off thing, right? To where like they're trying it on a few different companies and then you know if it doesn't work they're gonna give up but but yeah it all just seems so random to like to do like renegade studios like you would think i mean i guess there probably are companies out there that are already like selling counterfeit copies of monopoly and uno and nazi yeah 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 yeah. for somebody just be like okay i'm gonna put a bunch of like publishers on a dartboard and then just throw this dart and then that's the one that we're going to attack you know right right so Renegade is a bigger studio right but I mean they're not like I mean there are bigger ones that you could rip off right that seem like yeah I mean yeah easier targets you know um maybe I'm wrong about that I don't know like so it's crazy to me though it is crazy that this is a thing that's happening um, and I think it's awesome that, that they posted about it. First of all, I think yeah. it's awesome that they found a way to like get in there and stop it. Right. That's yeah. pretty impressive. But I also think it's really cool that they found a way to, um, to, uh, you know, like spread the word and, you know, this transparency thing, like hopefully more companies can sign up for that. I think one of the worst things about Amazon is the fact that, um, like I could buy something, especially technology is where I see it a lot where you're like, am I buying something that's fake? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Mophie batteries, I know are a really bad one because like Mophie's a really great brand of like battery chargers, but like they have knockoffs on there. So like when I went to buy mine, I actually went to the Mophie website and bought it instead of Amazon, which crushed me because I, I don't get five times points on that website like I do on Amazon. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, come on. The other thing that's hard is you could go on Amazon and you could click on a on a page and you could read the comments and you can order from a certain, you can even order from a, like somebody who's selling like, you know, ships for and sold from sold, sold by and ship from amazon.com. And it's mm-hmm. still like counterfeit. Yeah. There's actually, if you ever, I'm sure you, uh, others have experienced this. I know I have frequently where you go in, um, to find something. And when you look at the comments, the comments don't match the like it'll be like four and a half out of five stars with ten thousand ratings, and like you're looking at this like like it'll be like an adapter or something. I'm like this looks like a piece of garbage, and then I look at the right. comments and it's like this is such a great camera, and I was like whoa 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 what <laughs> like right right we started using Prime Pantry. I've been thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, I mean, we also get our groceries delivered, so like I feel like we're. We when we first moved in together, we didn't have a car, and we lived in like a grocery desert. So we were like, we looked in a grocery delivery. We were like, oh, this is actually like reasonably priced and super easy. So we started doing that. And then when Amazon got pantry, I was like, can I just have ten bags of chips every month? <laughs> and they're like, you can. Yeah. We'll ship they're them like, to uh, you. They're give at you your a door. Discount. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, so last thought on the counterfeit thing, you know, I mean, this mm-hmm. is like, this is as game designers, right? Like it affects us like it affects publishers, right? I mean, obviously no one's getting paid for those knockoff copies. That includes the designers. 
Right. Um, you know, obviously, I'm more concerned for the publishers because they have to run a business and they have to be able to publish more games, <laughs> which they can't do if they right. if people are selling knockoffs. But um, I I'd be interested to know if like like how like when it comes to the knockoffs, is it like if they're using a company in China, like and that company has all of their their files, right? Like, I mean, can the company just take the files and just print some knockoff versions and then you oh, know no. give them to someone else like you know i mean so and i hey i know some of the businesses that people use to print are very reputable like uh i mean heck uh i know some companies actually send representatives from here over there to like look at the new printing facilities and look at the things and stuff but like right i mean there are shady business people here there are shady business people there oh, right so i never thought about like the printing the printer themselves being the ones selling the like Oh man! Right? I mean, they're thousands of miles away. <laughs> like, yeah. you'd have to be able to tie it back to them. And, I, and uh, again, I'm so not accusing wild. a bunch of printers of doing that. I'm just saying, like that. Sure. That obviously could be a thing, right? I mean, yeah. they have the files. They could print whatever they wanted, and uh, you know, um, you have to hope that they don't. I, I'm right. I would think that any ones that are the big reputable ones are absolutely not doing that because they're making gobs of money off. Right. printing the real games you know why why lose everything over like printing off some small copies of one of those games that seems really dumb right so right oh. so yeah well builders if you got any thoughts about that uh i would love to hear what anybody else has to say about it or if i said anything completely wrong i'm sure nicole did it but lord knows i probably did so oh i probably um, did <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey so i think just a note to everybody is do your research when you're buying a game right make sure that if you're buying it on amazon you're buying it sold by that company you know or you're buying it at your friendly local game store right and uh because i i always i'm at least from what i've seen I'm, I'm always buying it like you said from the actual company that made it so right. yeah think it's also tough because amazon doesn't have a lot of companies that are selling straight on it like you know if we you know when wingspan came out you know he was selling it on amazon but he sold out so then people were selling it for like 80 dollars while he right was, while, right while yep. the pre-order window was open and that's going on right now with dune mm-hmm. dune's like 70 dollars on amazon right now and then um the games like chocobo party up which is the new chocobo game from square enix I've been like waiting for that one, but that's like $50 not a stock on Amazon. So if I want it, I can either, I don't even know if they have it at my friendly local game store. I might have to just go to like Square Enix's actual website to order it. Right, right. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good point. And I don't like, I don't know, like I don't feel bad. Like, they, like, so Wingspan sells out, right? And like, I've got a copy of it and you know, and I didn't do this. I don't even have Wingspan, but uh, if I did, like and you go on Amazon and sell it for like a hundred bucks when like they're all sold out. Like I mean, I don't feel bad about that, right? I mean, the publisher got paid for that copy because I right. bought it from them, right? Right. And then I'm saying, well, I'd rather have a hundred dollars than the fifty bucks I paid for this game. So, right. yeah. I mean, I don't that I don't feel bad for, right? You're just you're flipping a product. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, and frankly, if the publisher had more copies available, you wouldn't be able to do that. So right. Um. But I also know I'm not saying Jamie did a bad job. I'm just saying if there were more copies, then that wouldn't happen. So yeah, I think it was yeah. just a, so much more. I think it was just the demand was 
so much more than he expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that, is a great problem to have. Fair to say. Oh yeah, right. I mean, yeah, absolutely, good problem to have. Not for the people buying it, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but no. Um. So hey, I want to put a plug in here. Um. Uh. Nathan uh, McNair, right? Uh. From um. Uh, uh. Panasaurus. Do you know, you know him? I don't know him personally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I've seen his picture. He pops up as like a recommended friend. Yep, for me all the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but him and Molly, who run the company, are, f- from what I've heard, amazing people. Uh, I'm, I've, like, I think I've met them both like in passing, but never like had a real conversation with them. But so he started writing articles about the industry and explaining stuff. First of all, that guy is brilliant when it comes to explaining numbers. Like, I actually understand what the heck he's trying to say. That's awesome. Um, but he talked about like in one of them, he talked about um, the tariffs and how that's going to affect everything. Um, right. And he basically went through this like huge explanation of all the crap around the tariffs. And then was like, even if you doubled these, we still would be better off printing in China because that's how much cheaper it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but then but then he was like, so in the end, what's this going to do to the consumers? He's like, probably nothing. We're probably just going to eat this cost because. Yeah we can't sell you a game that's more expensive if you're not going to like, he basically was like, you'll buy less games if we charge you more and we'll lose more money. Um, right. So it's just, it's all very ridiculous. Um, and Where then, are those published? Those articles? Uh, he posts them on Facebook uh, okay. under the Panda. If you follow Pandasaurus, he posts them to their page. Um, I don't, but so, I will now. Yeah. But anyways, they're really, really intriguing and he is, so smart and the the last one i haven't read yet was there is no game bubble like there's no there is no bubble in the hobby game market um, cool because people have been I talking like about like the bubble gonna crash and you know right right so yeah yeah so anyways all right so for real let's have you pitch a game now it's gonna be fun you're gonna pitch a game okay cool um am i allowed to um like pull the curtain you can't back and- swear stop swearing <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to pull the curtain back and admit that we are recording this on October 3rd? Oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, Is we're actually. Okay. You know, well, so normally I try and for the builders, I try and record ahead. Like I actually had the last two shows ready for two weeks just sitting there, like put out there and everything. I literally on Sunday was like publish and tweet like, and post <laughs> it on awesome. Facebook. Uh, this one we're actually recording just before because I got lazy because I was like, this is amazing. And now next well, week I have I to record sick. three episodes. Yeah. So. It's um, my fault too. I was sick, so I clogged up all the works. A little bit, but I'm not blaming you. So we've got you this week, <laughs> Neil next week, uh, unless Neil's wife has a baby, in which case we won't have oh. Neil next week. And I'll oh, find goodness. someone else. Uh, and then, uh, and then we'll be should be then Julio, then Jason. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, well, the I may I will admit that the order may not be perfect every time. We may not always go Julio, Jason, Nicole, special guest. Uh, we may mix that up a little bit sometimes. So mix it up. Because life happens and people get busy. So okay. Well, so you're the gonna, reason Go ahead. Oh, I know what your game's gonna be about now. So. Oh, what is it gonna be about? Is it gonna be about mean girls? Yeah. <laughs> so there's been <laughs> it's so October third. Well, it's not gonna be about mean girls. It's gonna be so I saw those memes today, obviously, because it's October third. And yeah. um, it makes me think of one of my personal favorite movies, which is Clueless. And um, I always wanted someone to make me a computer program like Cher has in Clueless, where 
she can just look, she can like scroll through her wardrobe, but mm-hmm. in like a computer program so she can like match up her outfits. Right. And I was like, how is there not a game out there, like a card game out there where your hand is just a bunch of different pieces of an outfit and like you flip a card at the beginning of the round that's uh-huh. like, this is the weather today, like dress accordingly and like. If it's raining, you get extra points if you have rain boots. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, is, does that game not exist yet? Uh, I don't know, but I did. I, I, oh my gosh. I, Time to make it, right? We should yeah, make this game. Yeah, why not? <laughs> done and done. <laughs> so that's it. And that's I was the even whole thinking, pitch? like, you've got like a you, hand of cards. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I was even thinking you, you wouldn't even have to, like, because I was like, well, how would you do it? Because you, you wouldn't want to have, like, super gendered clothing, right? You wouldn't want to be like, right. you know, here right. are the women's clothes, here are the men's clothes. You could just be like, here's clothes. Right, right, right. You know, you could be like, here's a skirt. Long skirt, short skirt, here's a short skirt, match it with a long jacket, get extra cake points. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling pretty confident about this idea, honestly. Match that with fingernails that shine like justice. And a voice yes. that is dark like tinted glass, and you will be all <laughs> set. I love this. Ship it. So, We're done. So, um, so one thing I have that I I can't get it right now because I'll make a ton of noise. But I have these dice I found when you're at Gen Con that are weather dice. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's got like different weather conditions on the dice, and you roll it, and then it tells you what the weather is. Um, but I actually worked on a game for a while called Five Day Forecast. Uh, it was about kids doing chores outside and stuff, or like I love you having this. to do stuff, and like the weather determined what you could do when. Um, but then you were just lazy kids who like wanted to get out of work if you could. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, no. So how would that work? You'd have some sort of forecast. Oh, you know. Oh, so you could have. Um, just like the real weather, right? Like you could put out like five weather cards in a row, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and every, uh, so let's say, um, let's say seven weather cards, seven okay. weather cards. You've got a 10 sided die, right? So, um, the first day's forecast you roll. And as long as you get anything but a 10, the weather is the same as it predicted, right? Okay. Uh-huh. The next one anything but a 10 or a nine the next one any- <laughs> so basically like like right because it's the week and you have it. to plan for the week but of course like right. you know you only have so many outfits and you have to so you've got this mitt full of cards um and you're trying to figure out how to um yeah how to mix and match right mm-hmm. to uh to make sure that you are dressed appropriately and the weather conditions could basically be like um the weather conditions could basically be like, you know, rainy or sunny or um, snowing or, you know, here's the temperature, right? So I guess precipitation, temperature, right. some other factor maybe that, uh, and then you've got what, clothing? Like your hand is just cards with like tops and bottoms and then maybe yeah, jackets shoes, maybe. and shoes. Yeah, yeah. Tops, bottoms, jacket, shoes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dig this. I like super dig this. Right. This sounds like fun. <laughs> How um, does that already exist? I know, right? And it's so simple. Like it's so like it's literally it's done. You don't even have to balance it. <laughs> 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 so um, so if a, if the weather didn't work, then you would have like an extreme weather deck or something. That would be funny. That you f- if the weather fails, then you flip out the extreme card <laughs> instead. <laughs> 
And then yeah. it's like crazy weather. So what if you were dressing cats instead oh. of people? Because <laughs> then the gender really doesn't matter, right? Stop. <laughs> no. No. What if we were dressing cats? I know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> it's so cute. I can't stand it. Dressing cats and yeah. I was trying to think of like a, like of a cat word that went with with clothing somehow like yeah i don't have anything me my good idea oh my god you could you could call the forecast the four cat (laughs) oh i'm fired for that one i'm sorry (laughs) i was gonna Um, say cat cast but that's just as bad (laughs) (laughs) oh so so yeah so you've got these cats you're dressing them and then, like, you could score points for for matching clothes, right? Like, you score extra points if the clothes go together, right? Like, right. something would determine whether or not they matched. Um, but you would also score points, extra points. Like, you'd, you'd also score points if they were weather appropriate. Right. Yeah. Like, would there be, like, do you think, like, a temperature range or something? Yeah. I think that I, I was picturing it as, like, you flip a card and that tells you the weather and then everybody does their like picks out their outfit and stuff and then you roll a die and then if the weather like deviates from that like maybe it would be like you know oh it's going to be you know you know 60% chance of rain and then if you roll and that was wrong then you have to figure out if it's wrong in the in a good direction or in a bad direction. Right. I don't know. Now you're now you're wearing rain boots and it's like, you know, 90 and sunny. Which I do all the time. So does my daughter. So does my daughter. <laughs> I, mean, I also have a really five, bad habit. She's really into it. <laughs> I have a really bad habit of I'll look at my phone, I'll be like, oh my phone says it's not raining. And then I'll walk out the door and it's raining and I'm like, why didn't I just look out the window? <laughs> why didn't I just like use my eyeballs? Right, right. Because like, you've got yeah, a phone so. for that. Yeah. Suri, tell me what the weather is. I Every morning when I like, not every morning, but a lot of mornings when I'm going to get dressed and I'm like, am I going to wear shorts? Like it's getting to fall. So I'm like, am I wearing shorts or am I wearing pants? Right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, when I go and make that decision, I don't like look outside, even though I could walk to the window and look outside. I say, hey, Suri, what's what's the temperature going to be? And then she tells me and then I say, hey, Suri, is it going to rain today? Like, I mean, I'm just asking her all the questions that I could just look outside and figure out. Right. So, yeah. So, I I feel that. That's okay. See, and also, it was 90 degrees here yesterday and then 60 degrees here today. So, like... Right. Michigan does that, too. Trying yeah. to plan outfits. I'm just like, let's make a game out of this. That's good. That's good. No, I... um, That is a fantastic, fantastic pitch. I love that idea. Um, Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dressing cats for... For the weather, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Ship it. We're done. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, anything else here that we've got that we want to talk about today? I don't think so. I feel like I like yammered on about board games I played for like six hours. So people love when we talk about that. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. (laughs) They get real excited about it. I don't think that's true, but they do like when we talk about games. So I mean, that's my, why we try to do favorite, that from time to time. 
My favorite thing right now is all the memes about Untitled Goose Game, the video game. Oh my gosh, have you played that? I haven't played yes. it. Yes. Is it good? I'm terrible at it. It's so hard, but like we so when I was you, at What do you do ahead. in the game? Like what do you what is like What so do you So I can't curse. Hmm, how do I describe this? Um, you're a goose <laughs> and you have a to-do list. You have like a list of things you got to do. And then you do them. So, like, the first level is a dude tending his garden. And you need to put his rake in the lake. You need to get his keys. You need to get him wet, which you can do in several ways. You can steal something and run in the pond and he can follow you into the pond. Or you can knock something over by the sprinkler. And then when he goes to pick it up, you can turn the sprinkler on. Um... And you need to make a picnic. So there's a blanket like a little bit of ways away and you have to put like a carrot, the radio and like a couple other things. You have to take them and put them on the blanket. So it's but also like if he sees you doing it, he'll come after you. OK, OK. Yeah. 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 And there's a honk button. Where you just you just honk at him. Like, you honk. just honk. You just honk. It's the best button in the game. This is the honk button. Because at one point you steal a harmonica. So Uh the harmonica is in your mouth and then you hit the honk button and you're honking through a harmonica. And it's this game should win an award is what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, well, I heard it's the best selling game on Switch right now. It is. So, yeah. Yeah. And the developers are like, what is going on? (laughs) How much does the game cost? Um, it did cost fifteen. I think it might have gone. I think that was like the opening week price, so it might have gone was up to the, twenty. Oh wait, people want to buy this? Let's charge twenty bucks. That's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> yeah, so I played it. I'm bad at it, but I watch other people play it, and I like watching other people play it because they're good at it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I've seen all the memes, and I laugh because I'm like, I mean, just from seeing a picture of the game, you're like, I get it. Like, right? Like, yeah. I'm a goose. I'm causing mischief for no reason. Yeah. Done, and I feel like like untitled goose game is what it was saved as the whole time they were working on it and they're like screw it ship it like <laughs> yeah ship it send it let's do it i've also been playing a lot of fire emblem the new fire okay, emblem yeah, three yeah, houses yeah. and there's a there's a there's a mashup meme of fire emblem characters chasing the goose around the school and he's stealing stuff from them and that's like my favorite thing on the internet right now <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful that is beautiful Cool. All right. Well, hey, we should probably call this here. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I could talk yeah. about video games for no, like, no. the next two things. I asked because I was interested. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, everybody, you can get in touch with us. Uh, uh, you can go to our website at buildingthegamepodcast.com. You can email us at buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can call us, preferred way of contact, 770-DIAL-BTG. Oh, <laughs> I was singing the song. <laughs> Dial seven seven zero tell BTG, or as my um as uh my kids say seven seven zero uh tell PP what do they say seven zero seven tell PPG I don't know they like the way they say it is like it's not even close to correct but it makes me laugh every single time it's brilliant um, it's really adorable so you can dial us at seven seven zero tell BTG. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Uh, leave a voicemail for Nicole. We don't have one for her yet, and I just got one for Jason and Julio this week. So we need an episode for Nicole's episode. So somebody better call and do that. Um, or you could leave one for me too. I'm still here, guys, and all the other ones have been for everybody else. So I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, 
Yeah, you can like us on uh, Facebook. You can. Uh, we are putting more stuff out on Facebook now, so that's cool. Uh, if you start liking us more, I've start been sending out. If you're my friend on Facebook, I've been sending out more. Please like this page requests. Uh, and then uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Podcast BTG. I am at JA Slingerland. And Nicole is at Toits, which is T O I T S. Yeah, and I think that's it. Find us on Google Play stuff. Yeah, it's great. So uh, I think that's all. So um, good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Dial 770 Hotel BTG. Please don't use the email.